The book was better. It's a weird clap, but hello, everybody, and welcome to the mini-sode. I am, or of the Book Was Better podcast, I guess I should mention the name. I'm Kaylee Clark. I'm Taylor Collette. And um, we have quite a few new listeners and realized it had been a while since we've done a Q&A mini-sode. So, I mean, we've only done one before, I think. I think we've done two, but maybe not. Maybe this is only our second one. Either way... Just a little Q&A, little get to know us a little bit better thing. We asked you guys for some questions and uh, you gave us some good ones. I was writing them, like, compiling them all together on a list. And um, I don't know if, how I'll be able to answer some of these, but yeah. <laughs> any announcements or anything or should we just jump into it? Um, If you are not caught up on our Percy Jackson TV series episodes. Uh, we have two episodes out with two more coming out after this, um, as well as a wrap-up episode, which we'll be releasing uh, towards the end of February, which is going to feature some guests as well. And mm-hmm. we're super excited about that. So if you are not caught up, definitely do that. And uh, we have some fun stuff coming in February. So if you aren't following our social media at TBWD podcast, that's where a lot of the fun stuff will be announced and all that, as well as here on the podcast, of course. But, you know, check us out on Instagram, Facebook as well. Yeah. Got fun stuff coming up. We're doing Stardust after Percy Jackson. and. Mm-hmm. Um, neither of us have read the book before, but, but I love, love the movie. The movie. <laughs> so, anywho. Yeah. No, it's like crazy um, thunder and lightning outside, so we'll see. That's how it was like here earlier, so. See if any of it shows up on the audio. I'm sitting right by the window, so. <laughs> Wonderful. Ambiance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, think- I guess maybe before we actually get to the questions... Maybe just like a brief reintroduction of yeah. who we are. Yeah. I mean, we say our names every time, but that's about it. <laughs> so, and a lot has changed since our original introductions, mm-hmm. like at the beginning of this podcast, because it's... It has only been four years. years. <laughs> oh, geez, that's crazy to think about. Yeah. But... I mean, yeah. it hasn't been a full four years. But we did start the podcast in 2020. So, yeah. Wow. Kind of crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. We say our names every time, but just a little bit about me. Um, Yeah. uh, I was 26 when we started this podcast and now I'm 30. So (laughs) I and my I feel the age. I feel it in my bones. In my bones. I'm tired all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we we both have always loved reading everything, really, anything we could get our hands on. Movies and TV shows and 
cartoons and comic books and really just anything kind of just came naturally with that. For me, it really just comes. I just love stories. So anything that involves really good storytelling or good stories, then I'm a fan like I'm there for it. So I love video games that, you know, primarily focus on storytelling or um, like RPGs, basically. So um, that's kind of what led me to be an English major and get a degree in English with a minor in creative writing. And if I had it my way, I would do that for a living, but I don't. Um, I have a, a an adult job. Um, <laughs> I just work in, um, I work at cor corporate office for a car wash actually. Um, but I manage like customer service incidents, fleet stuff. So, um, it's fun. I like who I work with and I like the job. Um, it's a good company to work for, but I still would rather, would rather be, um, reading and writing nonstop, um, and being with my kids because I have three kids, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, both girls, and then a one-year-old little boy. And um, my husband and I live in Utah near family, which is wonderful. And yeah, we're just chugging along with our little life, little growing, learning family, very curious minds of our kids and whatnot. So that's, I try to read and this is kind of, I love doing this podcast because it helps give me the justification to myself <laughs> that I need sometimes to dedicate the time to do things that I like to do for me, like reading. So that's it. That's all about, that's okay. all I'm going to say about me. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Didn't want to interrupt. Um, okay. I'm Taylor Collette, uh, the younger sister by 19 months. Mm -hmm. So I am currently 28. I will turn 29 in August, which is, you know, 29. <laughs> as 29. Sh as Schmidt would say, um, it's my Schmidt year. Uh, but I uh, am married and I have a son, which is still weird for me to say because he's only four months old and so I'm still not used to that and we currently live in Arizona um because of my husband's uh school he's going to flight school to be a pilot but we will be moving several times over the next several years so who knows where I'll actually end up hopefully close to family but uh I also yeah love reading we grew up just reading tons and I'm a huge nerd as well big fan of just about every nerdy thing you can think of from anime to video games to mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings to comic books to just fantasy to sci-fi yeah just <laughs> everything uh I just love a good escapism uh <laughs> yep so Big fan of this podcast. I'm not a huge movie lover normally, actually, though. That is that is something about me. I normally don't love 
um, sitting down and watching movies. So this podcast forces me to watch movies that I wouldn't normally, which is good. Or revisit movies that maybe I haven't watched in a long time. And give them another chance. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I remember why I never watched them. Uh, sometimes they're not good. But I uh, work from home, which is great. I work for a company in Florida um, called The Ornament Girl. They sell ornament kits and uh, no-so quilted ornaments and instructions like how-tos and stuff. So I work for them. Um which is a crazy job that I love. Um, but if you had told me five years ago, that's what I'd be doing. I would have laughed and been like, uh-huh, sure. But I do love being creative. I love crafting and sewing and all of that kind of stuff. So it's a great job. When I'm not doing that and not being a mom and not, you know, reading and doing this stuff, I also uh, try to do crafts and try to, you know, do my other hobbies. Uh, I am big with my, anything with my hands. I'm a big fan of. So I don't know if there's anything else to really add. Good baseline, I think. Yeah. There's your intro about us. And then obviously these questions as well will help you kind of get to know us a little bit better and that's all I got. There's some fun ones. Sorry, I'm running on very little sleep. So we'll see if... Hashtag same. Yeah, we'll see if any of these make sense. <laughs> it's fun. That okay. four-month sleep regression is hidden. Oh, I just have had sick children, so... Mm. It's so fun in our household right now. Yes. I feel like I need to bathe in bleach. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love motherhood, but that part, not so fun. Um, (laughs) Okay, let's get into this. Thanks to everyone who um, submitted questions. Yes. Um, I think I checked everywhere that could have had a question submitted, but if we don't answer yours, then it's because I didn't see it and I apologize in advance. So I feel like I was pretty thorough, but... They're not perfect. Still could have missed something. So um, start off with a perhaps simple, perhaps maybe not so simple one. Um, Deceiving. Yes. Allie asks, what's your favorite episode outside of Harry Potter? Obviously, the Harry Potter episodes were super fun. Oh, this is tough. Just so much silence. Because it's favorite episode. So maybe like, because so I'm thinking, I'm thinking of it in sense of like just an episode that was really fun to record Mm -hmm. and fun to do. Maybe not necessarily because the subject matter was my favorite, but just because it was fun. Yeah. Um, I, we all know I I did not enjoy the persuasion movie all that much, but the persuasion episode was a whole lot of fun to record. We recorded with, we ship it podcast. And, um, it was one of those things where it's like the movie to me was so bad Mm -hmm. that it was like, 
borderline on like good again in the sense that it was like, oh, is this meant to be satirical? Is this meant to be a parody? Is this meant to be like funny? And so just, um, you know, what's that saying where it's like everybody loves to hate or they're the villain you, you love to hate? I don't know. There's some idiom of some kind, but mm-hmm. that sometimes hating on something can be a lot of fun. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I, on a similar vein, I think the Twilight episodes were so fun because it's just both the book and the movie are just pretty ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and those were just really fun episodes to do. And if you haven't checked out our Twilight series, definitely do, because it's a hoot. But I think those were really fun. And then I think the only other one that I was uh, that came to mind was the Howl's Moving Castle episode. Mm. Just because that one has such like nostalgia base. Yeah, that that one was just like a fun reminiscing episode almost. Yeah, well, and Pride and Prejudice was also a super fun one for me. Um, mm-hmm. Because it is a favorite of mine, but also because we had a fun guest with us on that one, too. So it's just. And then, like, I want to say Crazy fun. Rich Asians, but I think that's also recency bias just because we did that one more recently. So I just remember mm-hmm. it more strongly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We've done quite a few at this point. Mm-hmm. Read lots of books, talked about. Lots of things. Watched lots of movies. So yeah, um, the Harry Potter ones were definitely fun, though. So yeah, <laughs> they are our most popular ones for a reason. Everybody loves Harry Potter. Yeah, we started with a good one. We started with a a good fan favorite. So yeah. <laughs> okay, second question from Amber, our sister. Um, Good looking out. Yep. She asks, do you listen to books? How was the transition from reading to listening? I have mentioned several times on the podcast when I listen to an audiobook. I try to, if I listen to a really good audiobook, make note of it because I know some people, you know, are looking for those. But I will say I'm picky about my audiobooks whenever I get one I always have to listen to the little like preview snippet first because if the narrator has a voice I don't like I can't do it and that's basically what I was going to say too is I do I listen to books not really um have I listened to books yes but I am the pickiest when it comes to um, the narrator uh, and like the the reader, because I feel like how the person reads it out loud plays such an impact on how I then picture everything in my head. Oh, yeah. So I will say when I was in Hawaii and had to drive an hour to and from the store every week, I listened mm-hmm. way more to audiobooks because I was in the car and that's when I had extra time. So that's when I would do it. But See, now that's just when I would listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> that too. But now that I am not driving an hour to the store, I <laughs> definitely can like spend more time reading actual books. 
which is nice because, yeah, mm-hmm. it does. It kind of skews your perception of the story a little bit. And for me, my visual processing is so mm-hmm. much better than my auditory processing. So even if I'm listening to a book, sometimes I'll zone out and be like, oh, no, I just Wait, skipped. What? what just happened? Oh, yeah. no. Which I don't reading do with my eyes when I'm reading better. it. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, I think it's. I, I mean, I do think it. there definitely is a transition or like an adjustment that your brain kind of has to make to go from reading with your eyeballs to listening. Um, but I imagine for a lot of people, listening is easier if mm-hmm. they have, you know, like dyslexia or other visual to brain processing kind of um, disabilities. Isn't mm-hmm. that considered? It's like a disability. A disability. Yeah. yeah. My husband so, has dyslexia. I'm very well versed in it now. <laughs> yeah. So um, love that audiobooks are becoming more popular and not just more popular, but more easily accessible. Like I it's will not say, just one app anymore. You yeah. can get them on Spotify. Like, yeah, I will say the exception to my like situation, I guess, is if it's an autobiography read by the mm. author, then I prefer it. <laughs> then I, I like to because one, it's not different character voices, so it's not like they're mm-hmm. having to do that. But two, it's fun to hear the author reading it and like because then you're like, oh, that's the intonation that you're putting on that. Mm-hmm. That's how you meant it. So that's a totally different kind of genre. That's a different and, layer. Yeah. So that's yeah. my only exception where I'm like, if it's an autobiography, like Amy Poehler's is one of my favorites. I listen to Tina Fey's. I listen to Mindy Kaling's. Matthew McConaughey's. Matthew McConaughey's. Like all those I really enjoy the audiobooks of. Yeah. No, yeah, that is a good point. Tifa asks if you could adapt books into movies yourselves, which books would you pick and what would you change in the adaptations? Hi, Tifa. <laughs> Tifa's one of my good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and ooh. she asks very compelling questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, as I look over. I mean, there's, there's a lot of answers, right? Like there's a lot of ways that I could answer this question. Yeah. If we're specifically talking about books that have already been adapted into movies Mm -hmm. that I would just completely change and, and let me have a stab at it, then Aragon. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Inheritance (laughs) series. Like, yeah, let's do that one justice. Let's, give that story and those characters the time to shine that they deserved. If you are talking a book that's never been adapted that I could attempt to do, I think Once Upon a Marigold would Mm. be such a fun movie, live action or animated. It is a... I think it's considered a middle grade novel, the same age range as like Percy Jackson. Yeah. So it could be animated. 
kind of towards that mm-hmm. age group and everything. You could yeah. do it animated or live action, but it's such a fun story with a lot of humor and visuals in the book, even that taking a stab at casting it and figuring out what could or couldn't be portrayed from the book on the screen. That would be that would be fun. I think I could do it. I feel like DreamWorks could do really good. DreamWorks would do great with Once Upon a Miracle. Get them connected. Yeah. Seems right There's up their a alley. Sequel, twice upon a marigold too, but I'm really just focusing on the first one. Yeah. <laughs> What's ironic is if you would ask me, you know, a few months ago, I would have said the Percy Jackson series, but it's going to be a TV show now. <laughs> Same. I was like, I can't say that one anymore. So. so that was one of my like go-tos. And now obviously I feel differently. Check out our episodes on it. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but let's see. I'm trying to think of a really big, bad adaptation that I would want to redo. Um, and then one that I would just want to do. I mean, like, obviously, there's been tons of adaptations of like the Odyssey. Um, oh, wait, no, no, no. Mm. I know exactly what it is. Oh, sorry, it just came to me in a flash. The Hobbit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do it. Do it in one movie. Do it just like the book not with all this added garbage and love stories and stuff keep it short (laughs) keep it simple keep it like fun with all the songs like yeah that's that's one if i could redo one that is the one that i would pick um though i do think uh, we need a good uh adaptation of the odyssey i think that all of the odyssey adaptations are pretty old now I think it's about mm-hmm. due to get a good Iliad and Odyssey, you know, going. Though I'm yeah. really excited about, uh, I don't know if you've seen the guy on like Instagram and TikTok and stuff who's doing the musical. Yeah, the musical. Yes. It's amazing. So good. It's phenomenal. So good. Love those songs. So I am excited that someone's doing something. Yeah, his with most the recent. Like, like little segment, segment I guess yeah. has Came been out. like the Poseidon mm-hmm. stuff and it's it's good it's yeah. real good um also I mean I when we did fan casts one that I did was the Kane Chronicles and I still I'm hoping mm. with the success of Percy Jackson maybe, maybe. at some point they'll we'll do move that on one to too. the rest <laughs> but yeah definitely yeah. if I could redo one the Hobbit and that is on our docket for this year. So you'll get yeah. to hear all my thoughts. <laughs> Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. We'll probably do that closer to the fall. Yeah, that'll be a fall time. Okay. Cool. Um, next one, also from Tifa. Are there any books you think would be impossible to adapt well or shouldn't be attempted? I don't think so. Because it really just comes down to, like, technology these days is so good. CGI is so good that if you have the right budget, it's not like any story or any setting would be so far-fetched or difficult to achieve. I think it, it just comes down to that. 
I, budget and yeah. the desire to do it the right way. <laughs> I think that studios need to be more open to animated adaptations. I think especially Disney with all their live, you know, redos. I'm like, yeah. there is something beautiful about animation and doing a good yeah. animated adaptation. And I feel like we haven't gotten a lot of those recently. And I think with the power of animation, literally anything is possible because you can animate whatever. So I don't mm -hmm. think there's any books really outside the realm of possibility. When was the last time classic animation was used in a big release? I can't think of it. I'm sure there's been some, but like. No, they've all been that like 3D yeah new age animation instead of illustrated you know yeah so it's kind of a bummer that's a different mm -hmm. question and a different topic altogether but yes um yeah i don't think there's anything that couldn't be next anna asks has there been a movie that was better than the book i to my recollection there have been certain um, book slash movies where we didn't necessarily think the book was better, but that didn't mean we thought the movie was better either. So I was going through and I think there's actually one instance where we both said it, that the movie was better. I think there's which one. I'm pretty sure we said Mockingjay part two. I think we said that the movie was better. At least I think I did. No. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Listen, I love The Hunger Games, but that last book really bothered me. I'm and pretty sure. And rereading it did not help its case. No. I still didn't really like it. I, I, you can tell how rushed she was. Yeah. And how much pressure and just undue deadlines, whatever it was. She was rushed. It wasn't. It, you can tell. Like, it, it to me, reading it, it's... It's not oh, cohesive. Sorry, I'm just jumping back really quick. We mentioned back, obviously, when we were doing The Hunger Games, I mentioned Suzanne Collins' other series that she did, which yep. I'm now blanking on the name uh -huh. of. Something, Gosh, yep. What is the name of it? Isn't Hold it on. Something with, um, isn't it like a wizard? Gregor the Overlander. Oh, Gregor Overlander, the Overlander series. Those should be adapted into movies. I would okay. love to adapt those into movies. Those and the Pendragon series. I can't believe I forgot both of those when we were talking about that question. Sorry, it just came to me because we talked about Mockingjay. Both right. would make great series. Okay, anyways, I'm Mockingjay, we definitely said was better. Uh, the Princess Bride? I think we might have said the movie was slightly better. No, I think those Princess Bride. I mean, maybe you did. I don't know. I'm not trying to, yeah. trying to speak for you, but I think that one like Howl's Moving Castle. The Great, the Great Gatsby, Gatsby might have been another one. A lot of those were ones where I didn't think the book was better, but I but but I also didn't think the movie was better than the book. I thought mm. they were like equally as good in their own uh, ways. Yeah, I think Ella Enchanted. Might have been another one. No, I definitely still thought the book was better for Ella. What about Enchanted. Treasure Island, Treasure Planet? 
No, that one was an equal, different. They're two different. They're, two, they're I, two I value different. them as separate entities. Mm. Like, I know I said my sister's keeper movie was better because I liked the happier ending. I thought the book ending oh, was right. dumb. And so I said that the movie was better on that one. I do remember that. Uh, other than that, though, yeah, I think the rest were ones where it was like, yeah, they're equally as good. Yeah, it's mostly been like Crazy Rich Asians. I said both was really good, mm-hmm. but I don't think any others has the movie ever been better. It's typically book book is better than the movie for sure, like 90 percent of the time. And then maybe 10 per the other 10 percent. They're on equal footing. They're on equal footing. And then like a point two five percent. The movie is actually better. better. But we haven't. Yeah, we really haven't come across many of those. Mm -mm. Is it my turn? Is it your turn? Mm -hmm. Is it my turn? Okay. Mm -hmm. Number six. Uh, Number six. Okay. Sorry. Uh, This one is from Ashlyn. Uh, Do you have any fun or relaxing routines that help you fit reading in your everyday lives? That is the biggest struggle, fitting it into our everyday Mm -hmm. lives. (laughs) I wouldn't say mine are fun routines. I mean, maybe a little. I I do like to read in the bath, and that is fun and relaxing. Same. But honestly, being a nursing mom and pumping mom when I... And at work, it's kind of like, well, I have to sit down for like a minimum 10 minutes when Jimmy was younger, like a little, little baby. Right. It was even longer than that. Each each nursing session. It was a good time to be like, hey, well, I'm stuck sitting down for this extended period of time anyway. I might as well read (laughs) like. Yeah. And just kind of uh, multitask. So. Yeah, I'd say mine definitely a good chunk is in the bath or during the summer. I love taking a book to the pool mm-hmm. or the beach. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I it's definitely something I wish I had a better like routine for like a more set aside time. But there's definitely days where I'm just trying to squeeze it in. And there's definitely weeks where prepping for the podcast is like, oh, I got to get this done and is a bit more rushed rather Mm -hmm. than like an enjoyable. Let me snuggle up with this book and really get into it. Yeah. I wish that I could be the person that's like, oh, yeah, I'll just read for 10 minutes before bed. I can't put it down. I, I know myself and that's not gonna work i can't read before bed i won't because, go to bed <laughs> yeah i'll be up till I won't go to 4 a.m finishing the yep. darn book because i gotta know what happens yep. that literally happened to me with um shatter and bone mm-hmm. when i first got that book i was like i'll just read a little bit you know before i go to bed i was like i'll turn in early it was like 9 10 p.m I was like, I'll turn in early. I'll read some. Three hours later. (laughs) And then like 4 a.m. comes around and I've read the whole book and I'm like. (laughs) Yep. That's people binge TV shows. No, I binge books. Yeah. (laughs) Can't put it down once I start reading. So. Um, There's a reason mom would have to take our books away. 
before bed. Oh, yeah. I We were definitely those kids who were reading under the covers with flashlights. Like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Sending us to our room was not a punishment because we would just read. Yeah. Uh, next we got what, uh, oh, this is another one from Allie. What book or series would you like to be seen made into a movie or TV show that hasn't already? Oh, there you go. I already talked about this. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Pendragon and uh, I already forgot what you said. Underlander. Gregor the Overlander. Overlander, not Underlander. Yeah. <laughs> Gregor the Overlander would be a great kids one. It's like definitely aimed at like younger kids. Uh, mm -hmm. I think he's like pretty young. The main protagonist is, and it's cute. And I think honestly that series shows off Suzanne Collins' writing way better than The Hunger Games. Oh, uh, interesting. I'll have. To, I still haven't read it. I need to. Yeah, but I think that would be a really cute kids TV show um, that they could do. And then the Pendragon movies, I mean, it's 10 books. It's a, it's a lot. I get it. That's a lot to take on. But I feel like mm -hmm. it could make a dope, like, Amazon Prime series. Yeah, or Netflix. Mm-hmm. Or, like, HBO Max. One of those, yeah. like, big budget, cool, like, Do hour and a half long episodes kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That hasn't already been. I'm looking at my bookshelf now for inspiration. Um, I mean, so many have. One series I read in high school that I really enjoyed. Um, I, I don't know if the series itself has its own name. I just know the, the it's Hush Hush is the first one. Mm. Then it's like Crescendo, oh, then Silence, or maybe it's Silence, then Crescendo. I don't remember the order of them. I just remember really liking them in high school. Um, I'm honestly surprised with how many other things have been adapted into a TV show or movie that those haven't been picked it up at all. It says it's part of the Hush Hush series. The Hush so Hush Quartet. The hush Hush. Cool, yeah, there's four books total. I think the Lunar Chronicles would yeah, make that's another a fantastic. One. And that's one that I'm like, if you did classic animation, mm. not new style that would be animation. Because cool, it's like the old fairy tales and like. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's I think that the Lunar Chronicles would be dope as like an animated series. Yeah. Um, but classic animated, not like frozen. <laughs> And then, I mean, I love a good mystery thriller and I love a good romance book. And so there's plenty of those that haven't been adapted yet. Oh, that could yeah. be, uh, I'm surprised the love hypothesis hasn't been adapted into a, a film yet. Yeah, it hasn't been picked um, up yet. Though maybe there's, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it might be in the works. Who knows? Um, Graceling. Has anybody read the Graceling books? Graceling. Um, oh my gosh. Now all I can think of is Beyonce's daughter's name, Blue Ivy. It's not Blue Ivy, but it's another. <laughs> gosh, dang it. That's going to bother me now. Graceling books. Here we go. Um, Graceling, Fire, and Bitter Blue. See, I knew they're blue. Mm. I can only think of Blue Ivy though. Um. But they're, um, it's the Graceling Realm series, and those are pretty, pretty sweet. Those are pretty cool. And those could be a good 
um, either movie series or TV show, either one. So yeah. Throne of glass has throne of glass been turned, turned into anything yet. I don't think so. Yeah. That'd be awesome too. Anyway, we could keep answering that question, but uh, there's, there's a lot. some options. There's a lot. <laughs> uh, okay. Another one from Allie. What has been your favorite book you have done on this podcast that you hadn't read before? Because there have been quite a few. Mm-hmm. But now I have to try to remember in my brain which ones those were. Oh, I have this one easy. Okay, you answered Love and Gelato. Oh, right. That book, I was crying. I was laughing. I would like shocked me. With how much I enjoyed that book. And again, it's a it's a YA novel and mm-hmm. just the brilliant way. And now I can't remember what the author's name is, um, but just the way she wrote about grief and loss and love and coming. this just this coming of age story for this young girl who has to overcome so many things. Just totally crazy. So well-written, such a wonderful story that the movie just totally butchers and destroys. But <laughs> we already talked about that on the episode, so. Uh, I think. Oof. I think mine's a tie between two. Because mm-hmm. I hadn't read Ella Enchanted before, and I genuinely mm. really enjoyed that book. Oh, it's a great book. It's such Very a Very different book. from the movie, but so good. Yeah, so different. And then I am also, again, I sound like a broken record, Crazy Rich Asians. I'm so glad I actually read the book, too, because I already loved the movie, but I'm so mm-hmm. glad that I read the books because they are just as good. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah, they're fantastic. And then I would say honorable mention to our Hercule Poirot um yeah, Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile. I hadn't read those uh before. And I'm not normally a huge like murder mystery kind of person, but I, mm-hmm. I quite enjoyed them. So I'd probably give those an honorable mention on this. I'm just trying to even think of what other books we've done that I hadn't read before. A lot of bad I know ones. when we did I know when we did Twilight, I hadn't ever finished reading the last that's book. Tr- <laughs> that's true. Like the Divergent series. But it's not a favorite. Didn't I, love it. Oh yeah, I'd never finished the Divergent no. series either. And yeah. I am like, there's a reason. They weren't but that good. They don't make the list. So <laughs> yeah. uh, alrighty. Next we've got from Sierra. Have you seen or heard the Percy Jackson musical? And would you consider doing an episode on it? I have not seen it, but I have listened to the music from it. I've it's pretty seen great. part of it. I don't think I ever saw the whole thing, but I've definitely like heard the music. From and it. yeah, I think I mean, I don't know if we would do a full episode on it. I mean, we could. I don't know. I just feel like we've been doing them. <laughs> we'll have really just well maybe we'll wait out everything we can from percy jackson we'll wait and then uh, we'll do it so we can have three iterations of the percy jackson on here or it was like maybe maybe for a mini-sode we can kind of like review it and talk about it but i mean that would be I definitely a new do one. want to see the whole we've thing. never done a musical adaptation before that's true stage 
production. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Sarah's just finishing us out. The last couple questions, all of these are all from her. Yeah, these are all from Sierra. Um, the next one she asked are, what are some of your favorite books as adults? It's hard. I'm such a nostalgic person that I... Lies Jane Austen told me. I read it at least once a year, ever since I got it. Wow. It's such... It's just... Julie Wright. She's she's an author that we have a connection to. I want to get her on the podcast to do an author interview. Um, I'll try not to fangirl too hard, but that (laughs) book is just fun and touches on some of the nostalgia pieces because I am a Jane Austen girly as well. But yeah, it's just fun and heartwarming and entertaining and sweet and comforting. And so that's one that yeah I hadn't read until I was an adult that I'll read over and over again. Um, and then almost anything by Emily Henry. I've also been really impressed with as an adult and she mm. is a romance writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I know romance isn't everybody's cup of tea, but what I like about Emily Henry's books are there's always more to the story and more to the plot than just trashy romance. Uh, like yeah. not to throw shade at some other authors, but her characters actually develop and grow as individuals and as people, as well as there being, you know, a romance story. So. Yeah, I'll say yeah. as an adult, I definitely have grown more affectionate of nonfiction. Like when I was younger, I only read fiction. You could not convince me to read a nonfiction book. Yep. But as an adult now, I definitely enjoy a good nonfiction like autobiography or a self-help book every once in a while. Like there's a few really good ones. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, like Amy Poehler's. I've listened to several times. I really like hers. I think partially is because she grew up in Boston. So I, you know, have that affinity for it. And Mm -hmm. she's just also really funny. Um, (laughs) And then like the power of habits is just a great one that I have listened to. That one I have listened to several times. Um, Just (laughs) good reminders. (laughs) Yeah. Got some good reminders in there. Especially in New Year, so I'm always like, "Oh yeah, let's uh, let's remember let's this." Set some goals, yeah. Uh, so definitely, I would say those I've enjoyed uh, more as an adult, and then I've also, oh man, I'm trying to think if there's any like, I'm bad because when it comes to fantasy like storyline books. It's, you go back to what you know. I go back to the <laughs> classics. So a lot of them are ones that I've loved since I was younger. Oh, I have to mention. Sorry, I don't know. I haven't mentioned this a single time. Brotherhood of the Black Tartan. Oh, yes. Tartan. 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 I still have never. <laughs> I've still never Googled how you're supposed to pronounce that <laughs> Scottish word. But that's a series that I thoroughly enjoyed by Nicole Van. Um that I have loved as an adult and 
would also think could be a great like that, I think, would have to be like a BBC show, you know, like um, like Sandington or uh, Poldark, you know, like a PBS, BBC kind of. That's, I think, what could yeah. do those those kinds of stories, because it is like a period drama kind of story. But that would be great. Yeah. Sorry, I went back to answer a question again. No, you're good. You're good. I did that a couple times. (laughs) I'm trying to think if there's any. I know we're going to stop recording and then I'm going to be like, ah, I can't believe I didn't mention that one. (laughs) But as of right now, I can't. Remember, Okay. well, we also have been this episode's long for many sounds, so we should keep going anyway. Yeah. Um, Sarah also asks, besides reading, what are some of your favorite hobbies? Are you going to go answer first? I read it. So you answer first. That's how it works. That's not how it works. I definitely answered first on some of the ones that I read. (laughs) Uh, my favorite hobbies outside of reading are, uh, crafting. Like I kind of mentioned at the beginning, um, I love crafting, sewing, uh, graphic design, I enjoy running. I'm a crazy person, but I do love a good run. And um, I also write, but I feel like a lot of reading and writing goes hand in hand. And I play the guitar and enjoy doing that. I uh, like to, yep, like you said, writing goes hand in hand with reading, though, I feel. Um, I like to bake. I like baking. I like trying new recipes, making um, kind of more complicated and complex cookies and cakes. Um, but that's fun and then tasty for my family. It's just kind yeah. of funny because I myself don't actually have a big sweet tooth. So I love to bake these elaborate cakes, but then I I don't like cake. So yeah. like, I won't eat them. Um, I... With my ADHD, hobbies are a little hard for me because I will cycle through interests and I will be like kind of hyper fixated on one thing and then not be into it really anymore. Oh, yeah. So like I can sew and will do sewing projects, but it's not necessarily a hobby I do all the time. Oh, well, um, none of mine ones all the time. <laughs> Yeah, well, but but when I think of like a hobby, I think of you you do it on at least some consistent basis. And that's why I you like you do saying, things more often than I. I do. like saying crafting because I can yeah. do different kinds of crafts, and you so, cycle through those. Well, the only hobbies I really stick to are reading, writing, and baking. And yeah. then I do love to. We love hiking. Um, kind of as a whole family is that's fun um, and anything to do with the water my mm. kids are like me in that regard so if we can go to the beach if we can go to the lake if it's even just the pool playing in the river and exploring that way um, anything in the water we will do it so I guess that's what I would say for me yeah I think any hobby as an adult is an achievement, honestly. <laughs> Sometimes yep. I feel like there's don't no have time. time to have hobbies. <laughs> yeah. At this podcast, this podcast is our hobby. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> okay, finishing off with a finish us off with a fun one. Uh, just yes, lighthearted. Last fun. one from Sierra. Who are your favorite and least favorite fictional ships? I feel like it's easier to say favorite than least favorite. Oh, and I was going to say the opposite. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go then. I would say it's real easy for me to pick like least favorite, in my opinion, where, again, it's it's easy to, to hate on the bad ones. It's a lot harder for me to narrow down like my favorite ships. Um, so least favorite, though, is I can just very easily just point out and call out just like problem my least favorite ships are like the problematic ones yeah we we talked about this a lot i do not like bella and edward oh, i do yeah. not like bella and jacob yeah bella should have stayed single like that's how I twilight should have ended with a therapist <laughs> exactly <laughs> is the twilight series like still a fun series and will i do i still watch the movies almost ironically yes i will but I, they're not I don't, they're not like a favorite ship at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking, I can think of a lot of non-canon ships that I don't like. <laughs> Same. Uh-huh. There's <laughs> a, a lot of bad, bad ones out there. But. Um, I mean, if, if people want to get an unpopular opinion on that. Like people who ship Harry and Hermione. Yep, okay. I was no. going to say Harry and Hermione or also um, Draco and Hermione. Yeah, the dreary shippers. And, and, and oh, and Draco and Harry. Yeah. I just. The Harry Potter fandom is crazy. It's insane. <laughs> Have um, you seen the Snape just, Hermione ones? People are nuts. Gross. Yeah, it's nasty. Yeah, I just. So all those, I guess, would be my least favorite. <laughs> I'm I'm all about couples that like push each other and inspire each other to be better and and all that jazz. But some of these couples that people ship, I'm like, that is just straight abusive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so Favorite yeah, I guess ships. if we're just sticking to canon, though, if we're just sticking to canon, um, Perkabeth. Perkabeth, Harry and Ginny. Oh, Ron and Hermione. I'm just an OG Ron stan. I will yes. Ron forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, probably my top two are Perkabeth and Harry and Ginny. And we have talked about both of those with We Ship It podcast, and they're great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love Darcy and Elizabeth. Yeah, a great one. Go down with that ship forever. Um, I love Geralt and Yennefer from the Witcher series. Okay. And that's from playing the game. Like. Yeah. So when you play the Witcher game, you, as Geralt, can choose, like, to... Go, go like the story route that basically is like, oh, you choose Yennefer or you can choose. Is this spoilers? I guess this is spoilers. Um, or you can choose <laughs> the route that um, 
Oh, but now the other girl's name just completely left my left my mind. Do you remember what the other was? Tris. I knew it started with a T. Or you can go the route that he then loves Tris and goes and you choose her okay. kind of thing. And I'm like, who chooses Tris? You know what I mean? I'm like, everybody just choose Jennifer. Why would anybody go the other direction? <laughs> I mean, if we um, want to talk about the Netflix video games, show too. So we were talking video games, Zelda and Link. And I know it's not always canon, but I don't care. They're always canon yeah. in my mind. Um, I'm also a huge Katang shipper, and I yes. hate Zutara shippers. Yes. Sorry. Well, I don't hate the shippers. Sorry. You, if you ship it, you're fine. I personally just don't like it. <laughs> yeah. And like any, just, just the idea of Katara not being with Aang. I'm like, no, they yeah. were meant to be. How dare you? <laughs> so they have children. <laughs> just how dare you? First of all, how dare you? <laughs> Second of all. Um, and then that's even just like, yeah, if you really get into like TV shows. Oh, I muted myself. You I'm did. I myself. <laughs> Um, if you get into TV shows, I could just like go off, right? Like I love Nick and Jess oh, yes. from New Girl, Ben and Leslie. Oh, Ben and from, Leslie. Yep. Or Andy um, and April. Andy and April. Yeah. Go to the shows. I just like rewatch over and over again. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Pam and Jim from the yeah. office. Um, lots of good ones. Yeah, there's just I just love love. I love like good, mm -hmm. honest, pure love. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Big fan of so. a lot of those. And I mean, honestly, I've yeah. got a lot of it on our show. And that's why we're such big fans of the podcast. We ship it because then they yeah. just talk about it. all. <laughs> so they get to go more into it because we have mm -hmm. to focus on other stuff in our episodes. Yes. Oh my gosh, we've almost been talking an hour. Okay, we need to wrap this up. Yes, this we is do. A <laughs> Sorry, guys. But hopefully, hey, they asked the questions. They wanted to know. They wanted this. Um, they wanted this. <laughs> hopefully, you got to know us a little bit better. Hopefully, those were you know the answers you were expecting or maybe not expecting, and that's okay. Hey, all good things. All good things. All good things. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's that's a little bit more about us. Thanks for queuing in, queuing in, tuning mm, in to our Q and A. There, there we, we go. go. We appreciate you listening. Uh, like Taylor mentioned earlier, next week we are back to talking the Percy Jackson series. We're going to be talking about episodes five and six and then seven and eight the week after that. And then we're going to do a fun recap with like at least three different guests kind of with us. Um, it'll be fun. We're excited. Hopefully you're excited, too. I mean, I think that's everything. Yeah, I think so. That's all I have. All righty. Then, yeah, thanks again for tuning in. And like always, we hope that you have a great week. And don't forget to read. <laughs>